non-internet <laughs> land. How's everybody doing? What's going on? How's your Friday? Uh, it's oh Friday. We are here uh, this week with uh, another packed house. In the show last week, we had Alan Busby on the show. And this week, we have yet another guest. Jams, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Yeah, there you go. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Indeed. You guys know me. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson as well. Yep, it's still here. Yeah, nowhere else to be. Indeed. Well, hope hopefully you you don't. I'd I'd be sad. sad. Be like, oh, Melissa left us. Right. <laughs> right. You know, you need to know about what uh, the movie I watched this week. Uh, what bagel I ate. I sure That's do. It. That's all I get up to. I should. Speaking of bagels, I saw a. I guess it was like a Twitter post or something. Uh, of s- someone screenshotted th- this thing and like sent it on on a text and was like, "Hey, I'm in this Facebook g- g- group called I'm really high, and these are recipes." And someone just post- posted this, and it was just a plain bagel, and that was it. <laughs> wow! And, and they, they were like, maybe it was they were maybe just it like, wasn't everything bagel." And they removed the everything, and that's what the recipe is. <laughs> but like, but like, it was just this bagel, and then someone commented like, "Damn, that looks fire! Send me the recipe." And then they they sent the the, the, the screenshot, and it just said bagel, <laughs> bagel. <laughs> Go to the store, oh, buy bagel. Yeah, you're done. It's a great recipe. <laughs> Good stuff, indeed. Uh, well, jams, welcome back. Uh, to the whatnots, yeah. uh, you you have been on a number of our sh- our shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have yeah. not been on the captain's log yet. This is your first time on the captain's log. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's nice to be back. Indeed. Oh yeah, think, Mel. Nice, nice little little thing. I have one. Right. Yeah. Go. Like I got to turn my magic light on because we both have magic lights. Yeah. There we go. There you go on air, jams. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, so I think last show you were on, you were on crossplay uh, yes. with us. That I feel like that was almost a year ago, or like we were it, mentioning before we started recording. It felt it feels like yeah. ten, ten years ago. Yeah, it Man. it was a year ago because it was the first thing I recorded when I moved to where I am now, and it, this is the last recording I'm uh, doing here. So. Oh wow! Wow! Bookending it with Kyle. Yeah, I, I, I feel so special now. <laughs> <laughs> so, are are you yeah. moving out then to get your own place, or what's 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 new with with you? Uh, I'm actually moving in with the most number of people I've ever lived with. I'll be <laughs> moving in with five other people, uh, three dogs, and like four cats. Uh, Whoa! Uh, yeah, that's a zoo. That's too many, <laughs> and it's and it's all very queer, very gay, in uh, part one good, of the gayest good. neighborhoods in St. Louis. Wow, that's awesome! So, very excited. Good cool. stuff. Uh, yeah, and then we had you on the review show at at least once. You you were there for oh, Valer- twice, t- 
twice, yeah, because we did Valerian and the City of a Thousand yes. Planets, uh, and then I'm blanking on the second one. Metropolis. Yeah. Metropolis, that's right. That was a good one. You, rec- you recommended Metropolis and incurred my appearance, because you can't <laughs> yes. talk about that movie without me. He's like, I have been summoned. Yeah. Uh-huh. You- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a movie strong enough to summon more than one Wilkinson to the recording. Yep. Yeah, it is tough. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm excited to have have you here on the show to get to hang out with us and chat with us and find out more of what you've been up to, up to, up to and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, Sam just got here in the chat. Sam here. Thank you, Sam, for letting me know Melissa's voice is doubled. I know exactly what the problem is, oh, and I'm going whoops. to do no, that. Now it done? should be fixed. Um, I, I got it. I, I was cloned, but only vocally. Yes. <laughs> the worst. Yes, that's, it's, it's that weird thing with NDI that every time you pull in a new NDI source, mm. it gets everyone's audio. Not just that one, one, one person you want, so it's it's dumb. Um, but yeah, we're here having fun. Got things fixed now, so here you go, Melissa. Yes, how's your week been? It's been good. I don't. Uh, I feel like I haven't done it. I just work. I work. I work. I eat bagels. Uh, and I've been obsessively Damn, watching Halt and Catch Fire, which I can't talk about for another nine days. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I I haven't started it yet, Ooh. but I had a busy week this week, and so I finished The Queen's Gambit, which we're talking yeah. about on Sunday. I finished that on, like, Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> so I've, I've just been, like, sitting on, on that, just like, I want to talk about it. Right? <laughs> So yeah. now you're a master chess man, right? Exactly. Yeah, Kyle, exactly. name one piece. Um, yeah, yeah, you know what? I, I should probably stick to checkers. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> My favorite piece on the checkerboard is the checker. <laughs> <laughs> so many moves. <laughs> so versatile. No, all right, so let me ask you guys this. Have, have you guys been to... Cr- cr- Cracker baby barrel. I'm assuming yes. you have, yeah. Uh, so you know how yeah. they have the big, uh, like checker boards things that you can yeah. play there, right? Do you guys mm-hmm. ever play where if a checker is on the like side that it can do that b- butterfly move where you can like act it like instead of only because you, you can only go diagonally, right? This is the thing in checkers. Yeah, I, I don't even know yes. how to play checkers. I, I have no idea anymore how to play checkers. Like, none at all. I know you put two on top of each other, and that's called a king. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the end of anything I remember about checkers. And that's only when you get to the opposite side, and then you can go yeah. back. Yeah, when you get a goal, like, you get but, to wear a hat that is another man, and you're the king. Right, and when you yeah. come back, you get another hat, and you become a demiurge. <laughs> i see i i imagine it more so as the like two kids in one t- t- trench coat oh yeah yeah coat of like <laughs> i'm a chess piece now <laughs> one ticket to your r-rated movie please <laughs> right yeah uh but no i i i think it was checkers maybe it was chess but i i knew that there was some 
people that played with this like butterfly move where if you're on the edge of the board you would go to like one square off diagonally and then like one square so it basically be like you move two spaces forward if that makes sense interesting that would probably make it a faster game but i don't think i've ever played it that way i i don't know i i i mean it's been it legitimately has been more than a decade it's it's been like two decades since yeah, i played yeah. checkers <laughs> right i don't remember checkers i barely remember chess i think the only game i know how to play is monopoly and <laughs> life those are okay. like checkers yeah, yeah. You know how you send your checker to college uh, and then they have to pay <laughs> off student loan debts, but they might win a beauty contest for prettiest <laughs> checker? My checker is a doctor. <laughs> My checker's going to buy an A-frame cabin. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm my checker went on income tax. Oh, I'm no. I'm not much of a board game player, so I think that falls Kyle. in with checkers and stuff like that. I think the last, well, all right, no. Last board game I played was actually like two weeks ago. I don't know the name of it, but it was, it had a board. <laughs> Halfway there. Start. And on the board was a bunch of different squares with pictures of playing cards on them. And you had to draw six cards. It, it, it was like there was enough playing cards there for like two, maybe three decks of stuff. Uh, and you had six cards and then you put a token down on where you wanted to like place your card. And then, you know, that would go to the discard pile. And it was basically like connect four where you had to what? do like, yeah. Does that <laughs> does that make sense? Like it, it's no. It, all right, so uh, think, all right, think of a checker board, right? Just a bunch yeah. of squares, but instead of yes. it being black and white, each square has a picture of a playing card. So like two of diamonds, or, okay. or uh, you, you know, ace of spades, or stuff like that. Mm. And you would draw six cards and then you had these like chips that you would place down on the board if you had one of those cards and you would just take turns. So being like, okay, I have the three of spades. And so you would put a chip down on one of the squares that had a three of spades. There were multiple holes though of that stuff so after i discard that one card and put my chip down i get an, 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 another card right and then it keeps going and you have to put more pieces down and you have to connect five mm. of i yeah. i can't remotely begin to picture this but i trust you yeah same well thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's Kyle. It sounds like you played a board game. A board I sure game. did. Wow! <laughs> if you could smash up two board games together, two games of any kind, and play like poker, The Gathering, uh, <laughs> what would they be? 
Um, you could you could probably play Poker the Gathering pretty easily. I, I don't think. know how to play poker, and I barely know how to play Magic the Gathering, but I need to do this. Man. It's just like poker with lands. <laughs> Land poker. Yeah. I think. If you want to play spades, you got to draw water. <laughs> I think I would do something like Risk and some kind of like dice get like yahtzee mixed in Ooh. in there so it's like let, let's just take the like dice rolling stuff that you do in risk and like amplify that with something else so yeah you have to get like what like what's the ultimate dice game besides yahtzee i was gonna say yahtzee <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw a joke uh, i saw a joke on tumblr eight years ago <laughs> that was you play you set up a Jenga tower but you're also playing Clue and you put the Professor uh. Plum card on the top of the Jenga tower and every time somebody makes a wrong accusation you remove a brick from the Jenga tower and you have to solve the mystery before Professor Plum plummets to his death and the game is called Sherlock <laughs> interesting I actually kind of like that Sam in the chat mentions uh, po Pokemon trading card game <gasps> How fun would that be if, if, yeah, you mix that with, like, risk, but all of your p p p pieces are Pokemon? Yeah. They must have done Cards. Pokemon Risk at some point. Right. You're trying to take over Cinnabar Island? Yeah. It's like, yeah, but I'm camped out at Jojo and stuff like that, and you have to go to all the different regions. Oh. Pokemon trading card game is what Sam said. She corrected me. She's like, Kyle, it says Pokemon. I like that. I like laying down a hand of poker uh, and it's like four Clefairies. And I don't know what I went. I'm uh, saying like, the royal Clefairies I got. Royal fluff. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Good I stuff. think I would yeah. combine... Uh, have you, I've, there's this game called Rhino Hero that Never you that. St it's it's one of my favorite games. It's it's an all ages game and you just stack cards up and every now and then you have to p take this little wooden rhino hero, like little rhino okay. superhero and move him up and you just kind of go as high as you can until it collapses on your turn. Wow. Uh and so that, I would probably that combine that with like reminds uh, me of Mouse Trap. You remember that game? Yeah. I remember yeah. it being uh, a bunch of zany action in a crazy contraption where the fun was catching. Yeah. It was yes. Mousetrap. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I might combine that with like a a uh, like a Star Realms or a DC deck builder game or something. Ooh. Interesting. Or like an MCU deck builder game where it's the it, it's it's Rhino Hero. It's the Rhino. It's Rhino. Ooh, it's Rhino. A, a game about Rhino. How good right. for him. Rhino's did, day. Did you guys ever used to make up card games or board games? Uh, I, I mean, when I worked at like a board game store, uh, kind of, but oftentimes <laughs> we'd be like, man, wouldn't it be cool if there was a game like this? <laughs> and then we'd write those down and then people will one day make those. Yeah. There you I go. Feel like I, As they I just attempted to make games... <laughs> As a very small child, but I know that I did it, but I don't remember any of them anymore. I 
I remember dabbling with it with a friend of mine, and then I, I don't remember what it was like or how it played or stuff like that, but there was one idea we had that we were like, actually, this is seriously a good idea. Let's start doing that. And so we just got our old, like, extra Pokemon c c cards and would, like, tape pieces of p paper to them to, like, draw our our own stuff on uh, and we like had this elaborate thing and we started like playing it and teaching it to p people and stuff like that and then it lasted for like a month <laughs> and and then that was it but i like I, I, I have this like fond memory of that of like i made this yeah. game once and i remember really liking it i have no idea what it was though <laughs> <laughs> we should make a game that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun started. indeed. There are the whatnots virtual experience, <laughs> <laughs> where Kyle just sits there and uh, troubleshoots stuff on OBS for fifteen <laughs> minutes. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, jams. Let's go back yes. with you. Hello. What have you been up to this p p past week? How's your week been? Uh, not too bad. Uh, most eventful things for me. I, I beat, uh, a game I've been playing for a while and I bought some new makeup. Uh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I, Good uh, stuff. I've, I've been playing this new game called, uh, If Found. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's about, it's a coming of age story about being trans in the 90s in Ireland mm. and also there's a black hole. Oh. Interesting. And it's just this. This cute little short story game. Oh. I've I've heard the name, but I yeah I, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it so. just came out last year. It's nice. by this fantastic uh, studio or like production company called Annapurna that oh, only yeah, puts out the best the best stuff. They're wonderful. I'm waiting on twelve minutes. That one I'm like that yeah. looks so good. I want it now. Please don't delay that game anymore. Yeah, it looks so like it's going to be great. Uh, there you go. Beat that game and you bought some new makeup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell us what kind of makeup you got. Uh, so I got uh, Lemonhead uh, Glitter, like Ooh. glitter concentrate, like it's a paste. Ooh. Uh, this this is the same makeup glitter that they used on the TV show Euphoria, I believe. Oh, oh wow. Cool. Uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know if you can really pick it up on the on the cameras, but it's only like luminescent when you see it uh when the light hits it oh nice so it's, so it's kind of hollow it's yeah it's like a hollow blue Ooh, uh, interesting like rainbow glitter nice it's just one of those things where it's like i'm not very confident in my makeup game yet but man if i have glitter on too that'll right. just make up for it yeah that's awesome yeah you can do a lot with some glitter yeah i i yeah. i personally have had Terrible experiences with glitter, but that is a whole like camp story. They they put glitter in our sleeping bags and stuff, and you just as as a young child that was traumatizing. Where it's like I can't get it off. It's here. It's been here for a whole month. I don't know where it keeps coming from. Yeah, but yeah. So glitter will haunt you. It sure will. Mm -hmm. I saw Good a TikTok of a girl 
It's like, nope, keying your co- keying keying your ex boyfriend's car is over, and it's just her glitter them taking yeah. jars of glitter and just dumping them in his apartments. Just like over his bed, over his like That's game evil. system, just like get glittered. Oh man, that is evil. Sam uh, in the chat says, uh, "I also beat a game." What you beat, Sam? What game did you beat? This week. Oh, was it Final Fantasy Seven? Then I know you've been playing <gasps> that on, it? on on did stream. You it? Did you do the thing? Final Fantasy? Did yeah, you do did, it? Did did you finally have your fantasy? Yep, Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven. There we go. Way to go, Sam. Uh, nice. Sam Good got stuff. me some nail polishes for Christmas, and I got a very cool multi-chrome one that's mostly purple, but depending on the light, it's like five different uh. colors. It's like, like, what is it's like I got five nail polishes. <laughs> if if you put it on, does Voltron form? You have <laughs> all, all five of them? If I can be under the right light where I get all five colors on one nail, yeah, then my hand becomes a lion <laughs> robot. Yep. Just that hand. It was it's very inconvenient. sticking out of the rest <laughs> of it. Oh, God. It's 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 like Steven Universe where he has the the cat finger. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or like I was watching a, a video about WandaVision today and they pulled this panel from one of the old <sighs> comics that is like Mephisto uh puppeting like the uh, you know these fake children that she believes she has and the frame the panel of the comic is Mephisto and each of his arms becomes a baby. Like instead of a hand, he just has one of the twins, and it's wild looking. And I hope this happens. Like as much as I want her to have real babies, I want to see a devil with a baby for each hand. <laughs> Mephisto just be like that sometimes. Where he's just got two babies for hands, and that's why he's mad. <laughs> that's, that's his backstory. He wasn't like wronged cranky. by Tony Stark or something. He was just born with two babies for hands. <laughs> we'll get back to WandaVision yeah. in a bit here, but I know uh, one of you, I think it was Melissa, you wrote down makeup in all caps yeah. on our, our list. It I was. think we have some more makeup talk. Oh, did, did that, was that what you got this week, Jams? Did you get a singular makeup? Yeah, I just got the glitters. I got, along with this blue one, I got a rainbow one. Ooh. Uh, but I have, like, a lot of makeup. Good. At least a lot for, like, a beginner. Yeah. And I think I've worn worn makeup three times. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, still, right, yeah. I'm still working my way up. I would like to go to work every day and wear, like, makeup and have, like, something going on. Yeah, but it's not part of my routine yet, yeah. and it's not good enough yet to get it part of my routine. Yeah, but that is something I gotcha. aspire to. That's good. Yeah, the something I've been working on here in quarantine when I don't go anywhere, and I haven't done it in a while, is that I decided I was finally going to get good at winged eyeliner. <laughs> Ooh, how's that going? I I became much better. I I, haven't, I didn't do it today. I didn't have time to, but oh, maybe later this week I'll go for it again. I want to keep practicing. Yeah. I want to get better at it and better at doing it efficiently. Yeah. Last night I watched Eyes Wide Shut, and okay, finally, right, legitimately finally. Like this is a movie I've been curious about like since it came out in 1999. I was a child, and I knew it was not a child's film, but I told myself like, when I'm an adult, I'm going to watch that movie. And finally, (laughs) here at age 30, I've done it. 
But so Tom Cruise, he's just wandering around New York City all night. And like he goes to this little jazz club and he sees an old friend play. And his old friend, uh, he plays piano for, you know, the wild masked orgy that we all know is part of the movie Eyes Wide Shut. That's what it is infamous for. And his friend is like telling him about this place. And so it's like two in the morning and Tom Cruise like decides I'm going to go there. And his friend's like, well, they won't let you in dressed like that. And Tom Cruise is wearing a nice suit. He's like, no, everybody's in costume. They all have masks. So Tom Cruise has to go like knock on this guy's door. Like, Hey, you own that costume shop. I will pay you $200 above the costume fee to rent a tux and a cloak and a mask from you right now. And <laughs> this movie is mostly about Tom Cruise spending an inordinate amount of money in like a 12 hour period because then it costs him like $200 <laughs> to like taxi up there and back. He gets up to so many antics. But then this instilled in me this fear of what if I am suddenly called upon to go to a very fancy event? How fast can I make myself ready? Interesting. Have you timed yourself yet to be like how fast no, can i do my maybe, makeup maybe tomorrow because it is a, <laughs> like that is a task that i'll do where i will completely like lose track of time like i can't tell you how long it takes me to do makeup it's not a, a area where time exists it's yeah. me in the mirror and no other elements <laughs> you start and then you're done when you're done exactly exactly but like i want to time myself so that i can plan out like do I have time to get ready before I go to a weird masked ball? Not that, do, but like whatever thing I might be getting up to. They do speed runs here on Twitch for video games. <laughs> I wonder, and they, you know, they do like makeup reviews and pod right, combine and them. stuff like we're doing. Like, what? There needs to be a makeup speed run oh, category man. where it's just like let's just get about this. a certain look. And she's deep into makeup. She's Wait, she it, she cannot do it fast. But I wonder, like, if she could do it fast if she wanted to. That seems like just a recipe for destruction. Well, not super fast. It's not like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer invents a makeup gun and he shoots it at Marge's <laughs> face. Like, look, you just shoot it once, and then your face is ready to go, Marge. And then she looks like a clown. It won't be like that, <laughs> but it'll just be efficient. I'm just saying speedrunning is a slippery slope. You want to get quicker and quicker and quicker until you've just done one swoop and you're like, okay, I'm done. Right. This is, a, this is good enough. Right. right. <laughs> this is an any percent makeup challenge. Speaking of uh, makeup. Well, all right. So first thing I, 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 I will say on that is kudos to anyone who does eyeliner and all that stuff yeah putting sharp mm-hmm. object uh, objects near your eyes is scary as fuck <laughs> i hate it putting um putting any objects right mm. uh but then so we we watched queen's gambit this yes. week for the review show which we will be recording on S- sunday um but there was a makeup style in there that really stood out t- to me because I don't think I had seen anything like it before. Uh, and there's this one scene where, without spoiling it, one of the characters is not doing so hot and is kind of drunk and all of that stuff. And they have like this eyeliner line underneath their their eye but it's it's like it's not uh, 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 it's not uh, uh, up against it it's like mm. below it and there's like mm-hmm. space in between yeah 
And I was like, it took me out of the entire scene because I was just like, <laughs> what did she do with her eyes? I don't understand this. <laughs> what is that style? Yeah. Like, it, 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 did people really do that back then? Do they do that now? And I just don't know it. <laughs> like, right. There's, a, there's do, a world of styles out there for you to learn. I'm sure. Yeah. People do whatever they want with makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Remember that lightning bolt guy? He popularized Harry Potter. Harry Potter? <laughs> Harry Potter? Do you mean Harry Potter? It's, it's David Bowie, who we all know and love. I just thought oh. it was funny to reduce him to lightning bolt guy. Like that I was legitimately the thing was he ever like... did in his career. Like he never made music. He never acted in labyrinth. He was a God. man who painted a lightning bolt on his face once. Like that was I legitimately the only thought you meant Harry Potter, and I was like, Melissa, you yeah. know that's a scar, right? <laughs> yeah, lightning bolt man can only be a few people. One of them's Harry Potter and the other one's Shazam. The Flash. Yeah. The Power Rangers. Right. As a team. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, Man, the villain from Scooby-Doo uh, and the Cyber Chase. <laughs> you mean the, the Cyberman? Yeah. What was his name? The Virus? The Virus. The Virus. He was like a lightning bolt that was a man. He was a digital man. He could be nothing but a lightning bolt he didn't have a choice right i want well, scooby-doo to do a new cyber chase every 10 years and update like the technology yeah they keep up with it too right i want there to be an entire episode that's just shaggy gets lost in a vr experience like it's, <laughs> it's just him in the back of the van he doesn't physically just go making anywhere. a giant sandwich he's like he's he's playing like so it's, it's like surgeon simulator but it's it's chef i could see simulator and he's just making this big old sandwich yeah that'd be good that'd be fine i could see fred getting trapped in like how do i how do i i gotta keep fixing all these puzzles like he's just trapped in like a vr puzzle room an escape room he would never leave oh wait it's it's just me here I can't split up. <laughs> Daphne's Speaking like in charge of, of a guild. Cartoons. Okay. You yes. guys have a cartoon focused <laughs> podcast. We do. This is all we do. This is. Yeah. We do this. So, Melissa, you've been mentioning it on the show the past. Yep. I, I guess two or three months that you guys have been doing yeah, it. I'm not sure exactly on how Halloween. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. So Saturday morning obscurities. Tell me more about yes. that. This is a podcast that me and Mel do uh, that premieres every other week, every other Saturday morning. And we talk about uh, three episodes of at a time. We talk about a cartoon that feels like something you've only only you have ever experienced. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Something so obscure that feels like if you tried to explain to someone, they would look at you dumbfounded. Right. Uh, we are your we backup. Yeah. We look at specifically those cartoons, go back, watch them, and kind of talk about them. Uh, Interesting. But yeah. This, That's good. So uh, by the time this comes... Oh, <laughs> I was say, by the time this comes out, uh, the latest episode should probably be a comparison episode between C-Lab 2020 and C-Lab 2021. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I I 
pitched that a few weeks ago yeah. on the on the review show because I was like, it's now officially 2021. Yeah. We can now watch C Lab 2021, but it was not yes picked because uh, I did it I, already. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I actually already did that one. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so how how many do you guys have out so far? Uh, I believe the latest episode will be episode eight, if mm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, I think we have like six terms more like, recorded yeah. waiting to go. Yeah, but in terms of like material, we have a list of about 150 cartoons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so, there's so kinda, many out there. We got to have you on to talk about Street Sharks. It uh, is yeah, decided. I love too. I have all my Street Sharks. Your name is right next to Street Sharks. Just behind me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, ready. Yeah, no, I I have the the Street Shark action figures. I have the I have a DVD of all forty <laughs> episodes, uh, and I have like two of the number one issues because they did like the original series, oh. and then I think there was a series after that, and I think it was a second number one. I I it's one of those cartoons that I ge- genuinely love for how ridiculous the whole thing is. Mm-hmm. I Excellent. don't think I really remember anything about that show. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but but you have the DVD. I do, but I've never actually sat down to watch it. I'm now like, you ah, will. This will oh. look great on my shelf to be like, yep, I have the Street <laughs> Sharks DVD. <laughs> that that's I do have DVDs like that. Like I bought the complete series of Hey Arnold, and I don't think I've cracked into uh. it once since I got it like five years ago. But I'm never getting yeah. rid of it. It's the complete series of Hey Arnold. It's prestigious. Right? It's it classic. Is. So you guys mentioned that you have a few in the can that you've pre-recorded mm. and stuff. What is uh what what are some of the ones that you guys are most excited to get to down the road that you have not covered yet? Oh. The next oh. episode that I pitched is us talking about those music videos that would air between the shows on Cartoon Network. Yes, okay. Cartoon Network Groovies. Yeah, they were called the Groovies, where like they'd edit clips from like an old cartoon to be into a music video, and sometimes they were original animations. There's like a whole playlist of these on YouTube. I don't know if we'll do all of them because there's like 30 or something, but I really need to talk about Circles. <laughs> I think I remember I need to that talk one. about my best friend Plank. Uh, yeah, yo, yeah. we're gonna talk yeah, so about I, like the so the Dexter I, raps. I yeah. didn't remember it by the name the Groovies. Like if you had yes. m- mentioned that and been like, I don't know that, what that is. I must have yeah. missed that. But yeah, now that you mentioned like the names of these songs, I'm like, yes, I know these. I remember these. <laughs> oh my god! And that's exactly wow. the kind of emotion we want yeah. this podcast to evoke. Kyle, we should have you on to talk only about Tom. We'll just get deep into the backstory of Tom. From uh, Tom? From Toonami. From Toonami. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I was like, uh, is this Tom from some other? <laughs> from Tom and Jerry? You know. The one from who Tom went to Jerry. the mayor. That one. <laughs> um, yeah. Toonami would be an interesting one. We're not um, talking about Toonami at large. I mean, we can, but I want to talk sure, right, purely like, about Tom the and the absolution Tom, Tom, Tom. for like 40 minutes. That would be wonderful. That would be I just wonderful added those to the indeed. list. 
There's just a thing that says Tom. We're going to have to remember what that means. Tom. The parentheses from, it's, it's like, Tom. MySpace? MySpace? <laughs> Jerry? Where is he now? Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be interesting. What's that? I'm trying to think of another like obscure cartoon that not many people talk about anymore. One that I always mention is home movies. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, everyone loves Bob's Burgers and all of that stuff. And I'm like, hey, if you guys like him, he's in that show from like way back when. We haven't done that, but we did do Science Court, which is like before yeah, yeah. home movies. Long ago. There you go. Long, long ago. That's a good one. Um, let's see. What else? You guys remember Stick Stickly? Yes. Of course we remember Stick Stickly. Who do you think we are? What do you take <laughs> us for, Kyle? We do have a, a whole episode about Stick Stickly and Face. Oh, yeah. Good and stuff. Face. Yeah. And Face Junior. They, they, they have Face Lore. Like <laughs> Face Junior. Did he have like a Face, face Family? Yeah, because uh, Face Jr. was for Nick Jr. Right, yeah. I, I, you couldn't, I, I you couldn't just this... lump Nick Jr. with regular face. It doesn't fit. Right, yeah, he's he's a more mature uh, personality for the distinguished adult Nickelodeon consumer. Yeah. There's that, and then... Uh... Oh, shit, I just forgot what I was about to say. Um, talking about fate. Oh, uh, it's not really a cartoon, but uh, I've I've been to see a live ver version of Gullah Gullah Island. Ooh, yes, yeah, yes, live, live action like live yeah. action kids stuff. We are also gonna do, and we're also branching into it's like with C Live twenty twenty one some adult animation as well. Yeah, I would sure, love yeah. to talk about Gullah Gullah Island. Yeah, I, I remember watching that show, uh, like that and Blue's Clues way yeah. back in the day, like the original. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I do like it was just one of those things. My parents knew that I watched it and I kind of liked it. And uh, is it funny enough, Melissa, you and I covered season one of Hannibal. Uh, yes for in last october october and will graham's house is in wolf trap virginia which i only know because there's a big concert venue there which is where mm. i saw gola gola island <laughs> <laughs> so wow, that that's and all those murders are in the same place exactly <laughs> exactly and I, I, I used to have, uh, I, I think I got it there. It was a Nickelodeon baseball. It was purple and orange, Ooh. and it was signed by the cast, I think. Wow. That's uh, rad. Like, in character? That? Like, is it, like, the name of some actor, or does it say, it was, like, Benya Benya Polywog on it? <laughs> I, I think it was actually only signed by Benya Benya Polywog. Oh, that's the one and you so want. I honestly this, can't like, remember any other scribble, cast member's right? name. I know he had, like... Not parents, but like there were adults. I don't, I, I don't know how old Binya Binya Polywog was. I don't know if he lived on his own, if he was like their pet, if like he had his own parents and he was just like their neighbor and would come over and play with the kids. I don't remember his relation to this family. I, I think he was just like 
local like a local <laughs> animal that just lived there and they were just like oh friend hey friend like this like the, like a like a wild cat that wanders around your neighborhood except right. it's a polywog <laughs> wouldn't oh, you, no, wouldn't you know him, that's just the local polywog <laughs> <laughs> just wandering through he comes up uh into our house and he sings songs with our children this yeah. is the very unique Gullah Gullah cryptid. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, we, we have to, like, look up the obscure lore of, like, who is Binyo? Binyo? Where did he come right. from? What's his history? All of that stuff. Figure Absolutely. that out for... Man, I love to look at him. Shows he, there. He's, he's so happy. Yeah. Wild yeah. <laughs> stuff. Uh, so yeah, so you've guys, you guys, you guys have done a number of stuff already on the show. What what have been some of your favorite moments or or stuff that you guys have recorded so, so far and put out? Because I saw you guys had one guest on the show so far, and I think you guys talked about the Ronald McDonald adventures or something? Yes, yes. Which was a series of VHS tapes that you could only buy at McDonald's if you already bought a Happy Meal. Then you could spend an additional $3 to take home a Klasky Supo animated short film about Ronald McDonald. Yes. (laughs) That is a really fun episode. We talked about it with Christina Woods. And we get into this fun bit at the end where we're talking about like who we would cast in a live action McDonald's land feature. Yes. And I and I brought up Doug Jones and I, I mentioned that he was giving an interview on this podcast where he was asked, like, you've been so many different kind of creatures. What is your dream role? And he's like, honestly, I just want to be like the nice dad wearing a sweater in the Hallmark Channel Christmas romance movie. Like he just wants to be like the main lady's dad, drinking a cup of cocoa, encouraging her like, honey, follow your heart. If you want to marry that lumberjack, marry that lumberjack. I'm here for you. Like, that's what he wants to do. I think about Doug Jones Christmas movie all the time. Right. We started planning out what that movie would be. And now it's like (laughs) his daughter's going to marry a Krampus. Because you have to have special effects in there. Right. Even if like he's not solved. Everybody's wearing special effects makeup but Doug Jones. Yeah. <laughs> he gets to take a break for a movie. Right. We spend like it's 10 or 15. Gullah Gullah Island. They're all polywogs <laughs> except for him. Whoops, <laughs> all cryptids. Yeah. yeah, we spent like 10 or 15 minutes trying to plan the ultimate uh, Krampus Christmas romance movie in the middle of yeah. this episode about McDonald land. That's funny. Yeah, I think about that a lot. That's a good one. Uh, so before we get on to cryptids that you just mentioned, because we did have something written down about that, I have to <laughs> mention this. This is ridiculous. I put this on the document last week, and we never got to it. Every now and then, I like to put just like a weird head line of 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 like. What's some of the weird things that happened in the world this week? Apparently, Denmark has launched a children's show about a man with a giant penis. 
And, and not just giant, very, very long. Super long. It, it's like right. a garden yeah. hose. But it like has a mind of its own and it get in it gets into antics. Like I guess it'll be walking past a bakery and the penis will be like, Well, well I want a muffin and it'll dr- like try and drag <laughs> his body behind him. Yeah. Like I'm just I going want to a take regular it. bagel. I, I'm prehensile. I'm going to get like, it. Uh you, you you know, you'd better pay for that muffin before I drag you away or else you've stolen that muffin, sir. I am your penis and I'm in charge. Right, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's see here if I can get a good like view of this. So this is it. This is what it looks like. Denmark launches a ch- 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 children's show uh, about a man with a giant penis. Uh, there, I, I know they have the like YouTube version of like, hey, here's the intro to the sh- show. At least go watch that. Because it is bananas. It is just the most ridiculous thing. I, I have nothing else to say beyond that. It's just dumb and stupid. And I can't believe this is a real thing. What's really funny about it to me is that like the, I think the name of the show, or at least the name of the character, his name is John Dillermand. Uh, which I John think does, tra- which does translate to like big penis or something in Danish. But it reminds me of the criminal John Dillinger. God. When he was uh, kidnapped, no, no, no. When he was, um, after he died, when he was beat, and I forget how he died. I don't know if, like, the coppers got him or whatever. That part of it's not important. The important part is that he was this national famous outlaw. Everyone was always following what John Dillinger was up to. Right, yeah. And after he was dead, there was, like, a photo of him printed in a newspaper, and he's like, you know, uh, his body's there, it's under a sheet, and there's, like, something in the photo that makes it look like he just has this monster hog poking out of the sheet. Like, there's just, like, a (laughs) giant bulge. So there was this rumor going around America for decades, like, John Dillinger is like a 13-inch penis, and he was a criminal... (laughs) Why did we know this when he was why alive? Why do you know this? I don't remember why I know this. <laughs> There's important things to know about famous history cases. Maybe and that's this one is from them. like an episode of The Dollop. I know I heard about this on a podcast oh somewhere. Yeah, and like people had to now, debunk now it. Now like, I'm... no, no, it's not possible. Like, look at the photo. It wasn't that. It was this. There was something else under the sheet. There was something behind the sheet. I forget what it was. It was no, 12 we, inches. We need a whole investigative journalism podcast all about which historical figure has the biggest penis. Do you know what's a wild one I learned about recently? I learned this on an episode of How Did This Get Made? They talked about a movie. I forget what it was called, but Willem Dafoe is in it. And like he's he has to have the steamy scene with Madonna. Mm -hmm. And like part of the behind the scenes details on that movie is that apparently Willem Dafoe's penis is weirdly big. Not just noticeably (laughs) big, weirdly big, weirdly. He's an odd looking fellow to begin with. So I don't know what that means. (laughs) Sam says has. Willem Dafoe has a confusingly large penis. What? Yes, Sam knows what I'm talking about. Listen, he's just got a little uh, Greek goblin. Right, right. He's got his own lighthouse. Yeah, his own lighthouse. There you go. 
Oh no! <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> Do you want to what talk about can of worms now? have I opened here on this podcast? <laughs> let's talk about a nice, safe Bigfoot. Let's 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 move yeah. the big talk to another topic. <laughs> well, you know what they say about big feet, huh? <laughs> Do so, you guys have favorite mysteries? We're talking strictly about cryptids. Any sort of mystery out there in the world. Okay. I have an answer for both of these. Okay. Uh, Go for it. Because I saw you had favorite cryptid. And my first thought was the Bubbleheads, which is yes! like a St. Louis yes! local thing. I don't, uh, I don't know this one. I've to- I think I've told you about the Bubbleheads. Yeah, let's talk about the Bubbleheads real quick. Yeah. Uh, they're Thank this... You. The rumor about this family called the Bubbleheads... That just are on like an unmarked road you can get to in like North St. Louis. Uh, that's just kind of like a family that has never been like seen in clear light, but has very large heads. Yeah. And uh, our brother said that I think he he once like got like a close call or something. <laughs> we need to ask him about this again because I don't remember how the story goes. Yeah, it was a long time ago when he told us. Yeah, it was, uh, and I believe. It's a family. They just have um, a hydrocephalic condition. They've got water on the brain is how it's been phrased before. They just have big swollen heads. They're otherwise normal people. You know, you're not wandering into a horror movie out there. They're just a bit odd looking. <laughs> yeah, they, you're just you know, on they, someone's property. Yeah, and they, and they just live like, a secluded life in a house in the woods. And it's not even yeah. that much in the woods. They're like 20 minutes away from a target. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite kind of cryptid. <laughs> That's what North St. Louis County is like, though. You feel like you're in the middle of nowhere, but like then you look at the map and you're like, right, shop and save's right over there. There's a, I can see the QT. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but that's that's the local cryptid. My favorite mystery slash cryptid, I think, is Rasputin. Oh, that's a good Rasputin's one. Rasputin's a yes. good one, yeah. Yeah, I love hearing stories about Rasputin. I love Anastasia. There's a great comic called Rasputin. Ooh, uh, I, heard that yeah, was I love good. the the mystery about like he was killed nine different ways yeah. and it and he still survived or something like that. Or like yeah. it took drowning to kill him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love I think I love Rasputin stories the most. Interesting. That's okay. good. That's solid. Is there a lot of mystery left to Rasputin? Like, are we still trying well, to figure out how the heck he did that? I think there's still, like, rumors that he lived after that. And there's, <laughs> like, some, like, photos and stuff like that. I'm like, this guy looks too much like Rasputin to be just a coincidence. Stuff those, like that. We have those all the, are like, my favorite. Like, vampires, that's like, right? Of, like, Keanu yeah. Reeves is actually this old guy from the, like, 1500s. Like, I don't really put stock into them, but, like, out of all conspiracy theories, those are the ones I find the most fun because it's, like, the least troubling to anybody. Just, like, finding an (laughs) old yearbook from the 1940s where somebody looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. So you think vampires were the first people to make special effect makeup so that they look like they're actually aging so they can skip town and then start their life new, new and young again? So, like, Rick Baker is a, a Renfield who got out and, like, brought their skills to, to, the, to the everyday commoners. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I'd like to think so. Like, vampire makeup artists 
Uh, that is a reality show I would watch on Bravo. The next great yeah. vampire makeup <laughs> artist. Yeah, definitely. I think for me, the one I probably know the most about would maybe... Well, I, 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 I guess you could say it's a cryptid would be Slender Man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would I, say so. I, I, because like that's the thing where it's like it's basically just a bunch of YouTube videos that like yeah. grew into this like whole mythology and and stuff. Yeah. Um. But I I like I I got into Slender Man the same time that I discovered the Black Tapes podcast. Yeah. And that was like the very first thing that we talked about on the Whatnots podcast way back in the day were those two things um and i i don't like scary stories i don't like scary stuff so it was uh so a very strange time in my life where i was like oh, let's just dive into like this scary slender man stuff and that 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 stuff is genuinely scary um yeah there's there's some crazy stuff but yeah it's just like this series of like fictional youtube videos uh about this guy finding his friends uh like videotapes from like a college movie that they were trying to make that went terribly yeah. wrong and i think his friend went missing or something like that and so he's now watching all of these tapes and he's noticing this like figure in the back around and stuff like that and then it starts haunting him and all that stuff but that was a that's a really scary one but one that i really enjoy that i know nothing about john teeter yes i love john teeter who's who's john teeter i don't know anything about so he was a, a supposed time traveler. Yes. I think it was like early 2000s he started posting yeah. on the I- I- internet. Um, and he started being like, yeah, I'm from the future. CERN this and CERN that. And this thing is g- 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 going to happen. And that thing is going to happen. And, and he's uh, traveled back in time because he needs... I think this started in the late 90s. He I needed think an part IBM of it was like, 5100. Yes, yes. Part of it was like a Y2K fear. Like he had to go back in time to the certain era to find a certain build of computer where the hardware did this because mm-hmm. that's what like humanity needed in the future. Like there was some very important function that some, ran like, off of this old computer. Very specific programming language yeah. that only worked on that one thing. And... uh yeah, so it, like it was a real thing that happened, but the the well, I, I say real thing as in <laughs> someone was posting under the name John Cheater mm. about that stuff. Uh, they have since debunked it, and they think they know yeah. who it is and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but I was introduced to it through Steins Gate, which oh, is one of yeah. my favorite oh, a- a- animes. Um, and that is the, it's the, that's the whole plot of Stein's Gate. They just take that story and put that on there. 
and it's wonderful and it's a great time travel sh- sh- show is. and you guys know me i love yeah. time travel stories so is that is that the one that you have to watch steins gate before you watch steins gate zero correct yes steins <laughs> okay. gate zero is the sequel Okay. I always see zero and I'm like, oh, cool. I can just start here. And then the thing in the back of my head is like, no, zero doesn't mean one. You have to go to one. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a prequel. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've already spent a lot of time on the Whatnots Network talking about Polybius. Uh, yes. <laughs> another one of my favorite mysteries, every time I come across something about this, I always stop and watch it, read it, listen to it, is the Max Headroom incident. I don't know this. Who is I know who Max, Max Headroom is. Kyle, you know who Max Headroom is? I feel like you've mentioned it we'll on the show a picture before. of Max Headroom. He was, uh, it was this British TV series where this guy like presented music videos and stuff and he was supposed to be the world's first virtual TV host. It, he wasn't. Oh, he was VTuber. Matt Frewer wearing a lot of yeah. makeup and like kind of had some video editing tricks to him yeah. to make him seem like he was this glitchy virtual guy so it's 198 it's november 1987 and on some local tv channel in the chicago area there's a broadcast interruption during the news that evening where you just see briefly a clip of some guy like wearing a max headroom mask because max headroom was a very popular character at this time like you could buy a halloween mm-hmm. mask of him he was yeah, he was in the popular consciousness. He sold Coca-Cola in commercials. And he's got this background that's like even been rigged up to look like the lasers, you know, flashing around in the background of a Max right, Headroom yeah. episode. Like he like cuts into the broadcast for a couple of seconds. And I don't think there's sound on that one. And then it cuts back like they were able to get the control back, you know, the, the TV studio guys. And they're like, well, that was weird. Anyway, back to sports. <laughs> and then later that night, he interrupts like an episode of Doctor Who that's airing on the pbs affiliate or whatever and he's got sound Mm -hmm. this time and he's yeah got this whole like nonsensical speech where he's like making fun of people who work for that tv station like oh fucking chuck swirsky over here and he's like holding up a pepsi can and he's like catch the wave which is coke's uh, slogan like he's making fun of max headroom he's making fun of uh, the TV broadcast itself. He like sings the clutch cargo theme song. Like it's this very nonsensical manic rambling thing. And then there's a cut and he's like, Oh, I think he waves a dildo at the screen at one point. And then there's a cut and he's like bending over. He's still got the mask on, but he's pulled his pants down. And then there's a woman just like hitting his butt with a fly swatter. It's like very <laughs> disinterestedly. She's not into this. She's just like whack, whack, whack and then and then they were able to like and then, and then it stopped i think they couldn't even get control back i think it just stopped they stopped broadcasting and then everybody was like who did this what was it <laughs> and like they've never been able Weird. to find out who did that like there have been various candidates throughout the years but they're like at that time and like 1987 the amount of resources and know-how that you would have to have to interrupt a broadcast signal that strong with something for that long that had to be yeah. an inside job and like you're making all these very specific references to like that WGN station staff like is this like an old disgruntled employee who was this nobody knows like it's about 33 years later nobody knows 
Yeah. Um, that's wild. I love it. There's also it, another. There's the a similar pictures one. of him are creepy. He reminds me of 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 the the mask, like J- yeah. Jim carries the mask. Yeah. yeah, the actor who plays Max Headroom is great. I love seeing him in roles. Right. I don't know what Matt Frewer's uh, impression of this was. I don't know his findings. I don't know if he's tried to investigate. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I've got a Max to Max connection. I can understand the criminal. I can get inside his head. <laughs> he's Only Max can find Max. Do you, do you remember in Tannis? In like the first yes. episode or two, or two, they talk about some like internet mystery about the like email thing. Do you remember exactly? Oh, Markovian Parallax Denigrate. Yeah, that thing. Yep. That's I all. Like, I, I don't know much about it, but the, when they mentioned that, I was just like, "What is this? I God, like I that." I love web mysteries. Yeah, like Markovian Parallax Denigrate was. In early like bulletin board posts, like I think before we had like real forums or chat rooms or anything like that, sure, just, yeah, like, bulletin boards. Somebody kept posting these like long, just mysterious like strings of words, and they're like, "Is this spam? Did a bot do this? Is this a code we're supposed to unravel? Who did it? Who was it?" Yeah, and that's one of the mysteries that gets rolled up into Tannis along the way. But then, wasn't there something like it started emailing that code to members of just like random people and stuff like that or something? There was, or like they found the email attached to that account. And it was, there was this whole thing where like it was this, they thought it was this woman who like had like government ties and it's something to do with a 9-11 conspiracy. And then it turned out, no, it's a separate woman who just happens to have that same name. These really aren't connected <laughs> at all. It's a different Susan. Come on, Susan. <laughs> you got the wrong Susan. Oh, man. Another one of my favorite broadcast interruption mysteries that this one doesn't have as much coverage maybe it's because it was in england in 1977 so it is geographically and time-wise much further away but this was also like uh just a regular news broadcast and this one wasn't a video interruption it was just audio they just blocked out the audio of normal news instead this like creepy kind of robotic voice comes on saying this is vrilon of the ashtar galactic command I am communicating to you on Earth, advising you to put down your weapons and become a society of peace. Like, it's benevolent. Amazing. But, like, I, this one I don't have any clues on. Like, I've tried to look up videos about this and I can't find as much. Like, I don't know. I don't think anybody ever figured out who that was or why they were doing that or why it didn't happen again. Who was Vrillon? I want to know that one as much as I want to know about Max Headroom. Well, how isn't there how something, hard is that to do? I don't know. Wasn't there something recently where like some government people were like, oh, yeah, the World Federation of Aliens showed up last week. and We've been in talks with them. <laughs> there was something, I think, like in the late uh, 2000s, maybe early 2010s, 
where there's just airing over like some local station in Montana that was playing an episode of Maury or something like, are you the father <laughs> at the bottom of the screen? You know where they'll scroll like hazardous weather information. It's like the dead have started rising from their graves. Please stay inside. <laughs> Do not attempt to approach oh the living God. dead. Wow. I love these. I love media-based mysteries. I've also been going deep on videos about theories on The Shining. Perhaps two deep. Theories deep. on The Shining. I mean, I've... Was it a movie? I, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we all dreamed of The Shining. And do we have proof that it happened? <laughs> No, but you know, like, there's so many th in ways to interpret that movie. Like, uh, I watched that whole Room 237 documentary where they're like, uh, Jack is a minotaur. This is all about, um, you know, violence against the, the Native American peoples. This is about uh, Kubrick insisting on bringing back the gold standard. It's about Kubrick confessing that he faked the moon landing. Uh, it's all in Wendy's head. Like, there's a dozen different wild, intense theories about what The Shining is actually supposed to mean. That's interesting. And my favorite thing about it, regardless of any theory you put on top of it, I love that that building doesn't make sense. I go nuts about videos where they're just talking about how the Overlook Hotel is a... Like, it is a logical impossibility. They're like, look at the angle of these walls. Look at the doors there. Those doors can't lead to anything. That wall is too thin. There can't be a room there. What does that door go to? Or like they go into this guy's office and he's a window and they're like, if you look at every other piece of footage uh, from the building around it, there cannot be a window there. That wall just backs up against another wall. It doesn't go outside. There's not a courtyard there. There can't be a window. Or like the, how is Man. there a... a bathroom here was the bathroom supposed to be on the other side of the the hotel room in this other shot I've, Where, i why feel like most of that stuff it just has to be like movie making magic right it's like we we needed a room with natural light so we got the one with the window no but that's <laughs> what that all these it. videos are all these videos are talking about how painstakingly accurate Stanley Kubrick was. Like, he would never allow a mistake like this. Oh, sure, this. yeah. Like, there's a scene where uh, uh, Jack and Wendy are talking, and there's a chair in the background, and it like it's in the background behind Jack Nicholson. It cuts to Shelley Duvall. It cuts back, and the chair is gone. And people have spent, like, 40 years wondering what the deal is with the chair disappearing and reappearing. Because they're like, he wouldn't have allowed a mistake like this. This has to be on purpose. Why? Why did this happen? <laughs> and I don't even know, like, have we built up the mystery like the the magnificent menace of Stanley Kubrick so much that we're like the man never made a mistake. Are we sure? I'm sure he did. I wonder if him making a mistake would explain a lot of these. But also, it's fun to theorize what could a disappearing chair mean. How does that affect your cinema going experience? Yeah, heavily. Right. It's it's fun to speculate on. Stuff like that. When when you when you put uh, favorite mystery slash cryptid, mm -hmm. one of the things that came to mind for me was just the whole Adnan Syed case. Oh uh, yeah, that serial, the serial. Did did. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure what the most recent uh, stuff on that case is, but that was one that that like it that 
that podcast started the whole like true c crime yeah. investigative journalism phase as well as the like audio drama uh investigative yeah. journalism stuff um but uh, yeah like it's just it's one of those mysteries where it, it i don't think we're ever really gonna know exactly what happened and it's just, it's baffling it's like mm -hmm. how did all of this go wrong how did all of this happen what the hell Makes i don't even no know what's sense. I don't even know what cereal really is. Isn't it just like, did he kill a girl or not? Is that it? So, <laughs> cereal, the idea of cereal was like, hey, let's take the idea of this American life. And instead yeah, of doing a, like, a story for one episode, let's do multiple on just this one thing. And the first thing they they decided to talk about was this true crime uh and yeah it's just it's they adnan syed was convicted of killing his girlfriend uh but just at the end of the day whether you think he did it or someone else did or this all that just none of it made sense what mm. like him being convicted shouldn't have happened because everything was screwed up the like the their timelines didn't make sense the statements were changing all of this this stuff there's just there's so much stuff that's like none of this should have ha ha happened but at the end of the day we still don't know who actually killed her and so we're just stuck and it's just, just like fuck man yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was Relon, you know, he, he turned his back right? on peace. I told you so to I put did... your weapons down <laughs> and you did not listen. I really, I don't go in as much for like the murder mysteries. I like this. Yeah. I like the weird stuff. Like who was the Solway spaceman? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh... it's because our mom watched a lot of those murder mystery stuff or still mm -hmm. does that. I'm just like, I don't really, it's, I'm desensitized to this. I don't really. It just puts me to sleep, kind of. Right. I think that's... It does that to her. Well, anything will put mom to sleep, but she will, like, put on, like, dateline, investigation, forensics, and then just, just conk out on the couch. And I love I, it. And she... And she's not even one of those, like, really excited crime moms. You know, those crime no. moms who get, like, super into it? She'll, like, she'll sit there like and watch mom, it. She'll be like... But a crime mom. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Like, some moms are just jazzed about murder. People of all kinds can get <laughs> jazzed about murder. But our mom, she just sits yeah. there and she'll, like, watch, like, the, the man who might have killed his wife. And she's like, that's bad. <laughs> that's, like, that's, and then that's I'll exactly ask her, like, like, well, why don't you change the channel Murder. then? And she's like, that's what? <laughs> Murder, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad, folks. Don't do it. It's a big oh. NO. <laughs> uh, speaking of mysteries, Jams, have you been watching WandaVision? I have. I just finished watching episode three before we start recording. Nice. Ah, yeah. Can 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 we do a little bit of like theorizing, like maybe as well? I, I was so, gonna say like as spoiler 
free as we can, but I, I don't know, <laughs> sure. man. See, like, see, my theory is that Vision is a robot. <laughs> Ooh. So, well. like, there's a lot of history to Scarlet Witch and Vision in the mm, comics, yes. uh, especially if you know that stuff going into, like, the Vision comic book, uh, knowing his, like, sordid past with Scarlet Witch and, like, their kids and stuff like that. So whatever this show was going to be, it was going to be a lot. Mm. And so far, it's holding up, holding up to that promise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I think the third one, I think, is going to be the hook that, that gets most yeah. people uh, of just like watching the first two is fine, but I don't think it's really going to hook people. But once you watch that third one, it's like, OK, things have gotten wacky enough that it's yeah. like what is going on here, right? Yeah, yeah um, it ramped up the suspicion a lot quicker than I thought they might have been doing it. Well, yeah. again, I think there's only eight episodes this yeah, season. Yeah, eight or nine. So we're, we're almost halfway done with season one, I think. Um, so they, they do kind of have to ramp things up pretty fast. Um, but yeah, so I... I, I, I Yes, spoiler alert for the first three episodes of WandaVision. Um, I guess, do I have the thing? Can I do the spoiler thing? Can you? Uh, oh, I don't know if sound played on that, but there we oh. go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I like... <sighs> the big reveal in episode one is Sword. Mm. That yes. they are there and they're monitoring her. Which then makes me think like, OK, if S.W.O.R.D. is there monitoring them, first of all, why? I, but I, mm-hmm. I, I think them being there implies there's some kind of alien or otherworldly threat. Well, Melissa, actually, no, no, not you're raising your hand. Come on. <laughs> I heard something interesting today in a new rock stars breakdown video. It sword might not stand for sentient world observation and response. That's what I'm wondering. It might stand for sentient weapon observation and response department. And this is based on like a digital trading card and like a Marvel digital trading card app or something. I don't know. I think like they've got, they've yet to like fully dig down on this. But like they're like, yeah, Wanda and Vision would count as sentient weapons. And maybe that's yeah, why sure. they're being monitored so closely. It might not be as well, alien as it seems. You have to keep in mind, Vision is dead. Yes. Right yeah. now. So he doesn't he's, look it. He's, he's pretty he's, spry for a dead guy. Right. Technically not even there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but... but yeah, like so I I I'm wondering if they're playing on people's expectations for that stuff um of just like what sword stands for. But my theory so, so far is that Wanda is kind of doing this to herself uh in yes. the like she's dealing with the death of Vision and it's not going so, so well and then there's some outside force that has like co-opted that and yes, is like yes. using that Kinda for like, their own purposes and that's why sword is there to be like oh we need to contain and de-escalate this mm. thing but that also could imply like if sword is what they are in the c- c- comics of like 
hey, we're shaled, but for space, um, mm. then it could imply that they're also not on Earth. Wonder how they got not on Earth. I do. Who, I don't who know. knows? They got a spaceship. Um, I have. A, I have a question. Yes. Okay. So at the end of Infinity War, the half of everybody gets dusted, but Vision, he's killed before that. He's not part of the snap. Thanos rips the rock out of his head, and he like turns gray yeah. and he falls to the ground. What mm-hmm. did they do with him? I don't think. I he, assume. I don't... So so it's interesting you bring this up. I assume that Scarlet Witch has it. And maybe that's what we're seeing walking around. Right. Because, like, vision. I just realized that's not something we followed up with. Like, did any of the remaining Avengers be like, okay, buddy, we have to bury you? Like, we have to, what did they do with <laughs> his, his He's not going to decompose. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. yeah. Did they just, like, put him in a box in a closet? <laughs> Where has his physical being been? So since well, Infinity War, where is it? Which I, what do you guys I'm, think? I'm thinking it might if if they are on on Earth, I think they might be at the spot that he died, and she has like a big, they they might be just like no, just barely see, outside of Wakanda. No, you see at the end of the episode where they shoot uh, Monica outside of that bubble, and she lands in the grass. They pass by a. Uh, like a sign for the town. It's outside of the bubble. Oh, so this is that's not. Right, yeah. Wanda has not imagined, or somebody is not implanting into her head the entire Good town. Point. The town yeah. is pre existing, and various forces, hers and others, have sort of taken over it. There's outside of that bubble they're in, there are buildings, there are houses with lights on, and there's a little sign saying, Welcome to uh, Greenview. Uh, yeah, the Westview, wherever it is they live. And, you know, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it sure seems American. I think things that they've mentioned uh, within the bubble of WandaVision place it in Jersey. I think they mentioned that his boss like bought his bowling trophies. Like He's not that good of a bowler. He bought them you know, in Hackensack somewhere. So I don't think they're where his body is in Wakanda. Good point. And, good point. Right. So, so I have a question for you guys. Okay, go what, for it. What do, what do you think the likelihood after the end of this series that vision in some way will be back i'd like uh, to see it i like him yeah I, I i think they could bring vision back uh in some way because at the end of the day he is just this synthesoid right like he is just uh yeah they 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 could do something i mean because vision at one point right is the is the is an old version of Ultron mixed with the brain patterns of Wonder Man in the comics. Well, in the movies, Jarvis comics, right? But in in, in Wonder in, Man, so, Wonder Man's he's a comic a, man. Yeah, he's a comic book character. But so I mean, if that's the case, they could basically do that with whoever they want, right? Of just like we're gonna put someone else's brain patterns in there to bring them back. It can be whoever actor. It can still be Paul Bettany. Maybe Paul Bettany is now putting on his best Robert Downey Jr. Right? Like it. I I think they could bring him back. If not, I would imagine seeing someone like. What's their daughter's name? Viv. 
that might be a little soon for 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 vision's family to make a cinematic appearance Mm. um but yeah i i think it would be interesting to see hypothetically if at the end of this they figure out that it's all scarlet witch's power has gone haywire because that's a very scarlet witch thing to happen uh yeah and while she's been reanimating vision with uh, Vision's body with how she remembers him and how she sees him somehow that imprints back onto him and Aww, the power body love. Re- the body records that and is like okay this is the standard Vision and from now on this will be Vision oh yeah. well I, it, I think that's my theory I yeah I I can absolutely see something like that I can also see that happening with the twins. Like I, I think those yes. will end up being real characters because one of them is Wiccan from the Young Avengers. They've kind of been setting up a number of younger characters. So, you know what bugged me about episode three is that she she's pregnant and then Vision's talking to her belly and he's like, I can't wait to meet you, Billy. She's like, Billy, I want a nice, strong, all-American name for the boy, like Tommy. And I'm like, Tommy and Billy are the exact same genre of name. All-American. <laughs> yeah. All-American. You've made Billy a lateral move. Billy is a communist move. name. <laughs> a lateral move. I don't understand why that's her argument for why she won't accept Billy. It has to be Tommy. I mean, yeah, they're so different. Maybe different. Billy is a more Sokovian communist name, like 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 you had said, James. Yeah, in communist Sokovia, we listen to Billy Marx. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tommy, remember Rugrats? Tommy, he grows up. He's Captain America. Look at him now. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) But. So here's another thing I thought about. Um, it could be that. Uh, that uh, so I, I I think somehow in that bubble that they're in, there's so, like it's not like that force field thing that they have there. I don't think that's just a normal force field per se. And I don't know it that like it that could be her powers. That could be something shield has set up. It could also be, I, I, I heard someone mention, what if somehow this has to do with the quantum realm? Because Ooh. that's how the helicopter got, 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 got so small. <laughs> oh. On top of There's that. There's a tiny man inside? Well, oh, well Monica man. Rambeau somehow got in there. She's a and pilot. she's smaller. Oh my god! So oh my god! M- she maybe flew somehow, the helicopter. She flew the m- helicopter. Maybe she was the pilot and had one of those things to make her larger, then, but so- something affected her to like wipe her memory or stuff like that, which is why she thinks she. Uh, I forget what her her name is when she's no, in there. she was no, that was an act. It really seems like she's been conscious of what she's doing the whole time she's like can't say she's monica for whatever reason she's like oh, i'm geraldine you know geraldine yeah. from around town and i work here and we're friends because what i saw in the previews it looked like and and this is the thing that we don't know if marvel is faking us out or or not but from one of the previews i think i th- thought i remember her be- being like i don't know who i am i and 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 stuff like that but i could be 
wrong. Maybe. May, I, like, but I, I, remember, I remember her being con- confused. But I think I remember her line. wearing this 70s outfit while she says that. So I wonder if that scene was cut. Because I don't think they're yeah, going maybe. back to this look now that this episode is over. Yeah. Maybe. It could be, it, but, but it, we also could reach the point where the timeline goes back and back right. in time. Right, we're going to be or, every decade yeah, at once. Like a 70s <laughs> version of one of the characters is there, and it's like, you don't fit. Like, why are you in yeah, this weird outfit? We're in full you know? pop century. But yeah. speaking of the quantum realm, we also know that Jimmy Woo is in the show, or will be making this is an true. appearance. Woo is true. We also know... That Darcy is making an appearance in the show, both of which That's are true. characters that dealt with Marvel heroes that uh, came and went back and forth to different realms. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm like Thor, Thor going to as Gagard and stuff like that, and then Ant Man going into the quantum realm there so i'm i'm wondering if there's some like just it like her powers are so funky that they like the quantum realm thing is happening something's over here i don't know i like i think they're all at play and i have a feeling one of the characters is a is a scroll Ooh, yeah we gotta start scroll watch do you think darcy is the uh secret invasion show coming down the road that's true do you think darcy is the beekeeper i don't think so because it looked like a guy in yeah in that. yeah and i i watched a video like about an this man. and they're like if you like turn up the brightness all the way this is just like the marvel stunt coordinator like it doesn't seem like whoever <laughs> that is like whoever the mr this yeah yeah, whoever the specific person is inside that bee suit in that in beekeeper suit, not bee suit. <laughs> He's not dressed not like bee a suit. bee. <laughs> Feel the sting of the bee. <laughs> whoever that individual is in that moment doesn't seem to be very important. It's just the concept of whatever yeah, that, that means. Something is wrong. They weren't yes. supposed to see the, the, them and stuff like that, but yeah, I, I don't think this is Sore doing it to her because they wouldn't, if that was the case, they wouldn't have to sneak in Monica yeah. or sneak in the helicopter or the beekeeper and stuff like yeah. that. So, we'll see. Queen Bee over, over there. <laughs> oh, I just had I just had a thought. What huh. if the helicopter was already there with Monica in it and then the force field went up? And that's oh, why they're no! there. And she just got caught in it, and that's why she doesn't know what's going on. She's like, well, I guess I live here. Uh, say, yeah. say goodbye to my mom. I'm stuck in 1964. Yeah. Yeah, and then we don't know if Agatha or Agnes is, yeah. is her name in the show. We don't know if she's actually real or is a villain or uh, a figment of her imagination. Mm, yeah. stuff we don't I'm know because if if she is imagining dead people right if she's being like oh vision's back the whole gang's back like what if agatha harkness was her like babysitter when she was younger oh and this is huh. just this like friendly figure that she wants around interesting yeah like maybe some of these people are people she's seen before on a sitcom <laughs> 
Yeah. Like or maybe that. she's not just populating her world with like sitcom tropes. It's like whoever plays Herb was a sitcom actor who she misses. And she's like, I'll put him in my dream world. Yeah. Right, yeah. Interesting stuff, though. Yeah. I. It's, it's been a fun puzzle to watch unfold. And you know, as somebody who grew up on heavy amounts of Nick at night, I appreciate yeah. the aesthetic of the whole thing as well. Yeah, that, yes. and I do have to say one more thing about the bee caper scene. Boy, did that mm-hmm. remind me of Nightmare on Elm Street, the Twilight Zone oh. thing. Uh, oh man, yeah. great stuff! I loved it. That that like that was genuinely creepy. Of just like, mm-hmm. what is going on here? Mm-hmm. So, good stuff. Good stuff, indeed. All right. Well, jams. Yes. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us, man. You survived. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so you much escape? for having me. That's the question. <laughs> no, I can't. Escape is called close Skype walk out of room. <laughs> I couldn't move do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Move. <laughs> well, thank Good you guys stuff. so much for, for having me. I wanted to come on and talk about Saturday morning obscurities and, yeah. and we did that and it's nice to theorize about WandaVision and all that so thank Absolutely. you so much thank you I'd love to get you back on crossplay at some point yeah um, absolutely we'll, we'll have to we'll have to make that that happen down yeah. the road I'll once you're all settled let in. you know yeah I'll let you know when I'm all set up down at the new place so sure thing there you go uh well a little bit of housekeeping before we get out of here if you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com. Excuse me, I have the hiccups. Um, <laughs> as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice, uh, you just t- 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 type in The Whatnots and all of our sh- shows will pop up right there. Uh if you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, at our $3 tier, uh, you guys can get all kinds of exclusive content. Uh, Melissa mentioned your love for Polybius uh, on yeah. an exclusive episode of of Crossplay, uh, which is up on our Patreon. Uh, so you guys can go check that out as well. Uh, we should be recording our next patreon exclusive thing tomorrow uh so be on the lookout for that in the near future as well that's going to be a video game fantasy giraffe mm. uh different from the ones we've done on the show before and stuff like that and i think we did a like a patreon exclusive fantasy yeah. movie g- giraffe thing as well different f- from the, the, the those this is something we're gonna be keeping up with throughout the rest of the year and stuff like that. And we have a budget and we're going to be buying things and all sorts of stuff. It'll be, it should be fun. Um, yeah, but then last but not least, big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 t- t- tier. So thank you, Sam, who stuck Thanks, with Sam. us through all that Marvel talk even though yeah. <laughs> it is uh, not her forte. So thank you, no. Sam, for supporting us. Nonetheless, we love you a lot. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Jams, where can the people find you on the internet if you want to be found? 
<laughs> I, I would like to be. I would love to be found. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, I am at James Wilk. Uh, if you want to listen to Saturday Morning Obscurities, uh, the best way to find links to the episodes if you don't have a podcatcher with it uh, is the Twitter, which is at Saturday M.O. Pod. There you go. And Melissa, where can they find you? Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And to talk about another podcast that I'm on, besides the one we've already mentioned, uh, friend of the show Jack has started up a new movie podcast called Your Friendly Neighborhood Film Cast. And awesome. I am on the first episode of that talking about Tenet. Good stuff. Yes. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with all of our shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. You guys know the drill. Uh, if you guys like our shows, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you guys get your podcast. It really helps us out, uh, especially as small creators, uh, to help spread to spread the word, uh, which would be wonderful. Um, I guess that's about it, though. That wraps us up for number 127 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.